Hey, I'm Ben Silverio. I'm Aaron. And I'm Ansel Birch, your host in post. Fine, and, and it's, it's time, time to party. We are not doctors. We don't give medical advice. Please drink responsibly. This episode was recorded on April 3rd, 2021. You were not on when I said this. So I don't know if you heard this, Ansel. My cat is in the room. He was sick this morning, and so he's just kind of hanging out. But he's a very loud purr, so I don't know if you want to take a room tone so that <laughs> you can be aware that it's happening. If he, is he purring now? He is purring now. That's why I suggested it. Special guest. Yeah, he's just like staring at me like, well, I'm here now, and I'm on this podcast, so. Yep. <laughs> this is my podcast now. Thanks, Pistachio. <laughs> he doesn't even like watching movies. The other one, Plantain, likes to watch movies. Pistachio's like, ugh, I'm above this. Movies? I'll be in the library. I prefer theater. <laughs> right. <laughs> have you have you gotten them into cat TV at all? Uh, a little bit. They're, they just turned one, and so they still have a lot of kitten energy. And so sometimes when we turn on the cat TV, they go ape shit. And so we have to be home and like in the room while it's happening. <laughs> So we've tried it a little bit, but they just like absolutely lose their minds. Anything that has a bird on it. Like if there's a bird on it, they are going for the television. Like they will like, they try to like spear through the TV at the bird. So it's uh, adorable, but dangerous. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Not ideal. (laughs) Is this just a network of, of content for cats? It's all over YouTube. Yeah. They're like eight hour videos. A lot of them are like trail cams or those, you know, like hunting cams that are just set up on like a bird feeder right, yeah. or a, a some bird seed on a log or whatever. And yeah, it's just like the birds fly in and they do bird stuff and then they leave and yeah, cats can love yeah, it. They go ape huh. shit. It's real cute. It's like relaxing too. Michael and I put on just like a nature video not thinking like, oh, this is like basically cat TV. And we're uh, immediately told by our cats that it was cat TV. And we were like, oh, shit, I can't turn this off. <laughs> well, the cats would love our windows uh, by the bathroom and the dining room because there are always fucking birds out there. Ooh, yikes. All the fucking time. Get, get you a cat. It'll be adorable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, 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 I can see you. I can hear you out there. We have a big stained glass window. I, I want to kill you so bad. Oh my God. It's, we have a huge stained glass window in my study, but they can hear the birds on the other side of it, but can't see it. And it drives them nuts because they, they're like, I can identify that there's a bird out there, but I can't visually see it. And so I'm just going to run up to this window as hard as I can. Like, oh my God, get out of here. <laughs> Damn your natural instincts. Just picturing like a cat with its face up on a, on a stained glass window. It's set up on the wall, and so they, like, stretch their whole bodies up towards it and, like, shimmy around like they're going to somehow get up the wall. It's real cute, but it's like, why why are you doing this? You can't get out there. (laughs) I must murder. (laughs) I must murder. (laughs) Why are you like this? (laughs) It's my nature. (laughs) (sighs) I suppose. All right. Okay. Everybody ready? Predator, I promise. (laughs) Oh, Aaron, you're gonna love this, and hopefully, I I watched it. I loved it. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, she already knows. We just just now, and then Ben gets to tell her which one. Right. I love the idea that we show up, and you're like, "This is the one we're talking about," and I'm like, "I'm ready." This one I could. We talked about that earlier. Part of my notebook. I just watched all these movies in preparation, just in case. 
just in case. We have a wheel that we spit. <laughs> I'm picturing the root. Maybe, maybe that's what we'll do for a live show is we'll watch like four and then a roulette wheel of, of which one are we going to talk Ooh, about today? That's a good idea. I, I love like an that. excuse to get a roulette that's wheel. That's a terrible idea. I mean, <laughs> we could do a television show instead of a movie and then it's just like watching a long movie or depending on the episode lengths, a movie and a half maybe. Yep. You've got me there, yeah. That's that's pretty good. There we go. Note to <laughs> future we could, selves. We could, I we... don't know, record the other episodes that we prepared for. Mm, perhaps, maybe. Mm. There, you there go. you go. Hey, win- by the way, WindyCon reached out again. They're interested. So. See? We've got so, ideas. <laughs> it's like we do the introduction live and then record four different versions, like a choose-your-own-adventure? Is that... Oh. I mean, we could do something. Well, like that. or we, or we just like because we prepared for right, right after the live thing, we go like, okay, and let's go record oh, some that's... more. Right, exactly. Yeah, we'll still have the notes. Free content. Yeah, exactly. That's true. See, we're oh. thinking. We're constantly we're, thinking, guys. We're always thinking. I mean, my idea of making it has always been being able to afford an annual pass at Disneyland and having a that Ford Fusion, dude. That <laughs> and, is. That All my collectibles. Is luxury. <laughs> Having an annual pass to Disney is very expensive. Like yeah. they are not cheap. Uh, Being able to be- just do that, like hell yeah, that's luxury. But, but because of the pandemic, they no longer have them at Disneyland. They only have them at Disney World. Yep. So oh. it's no longer a thing anymore. So I will never make it. Why don't they have the annual pass anymore at land? Because uh, they uh, haven't had ticket sales for a year, and they wanted to recoup those losses. I think eventually they're going to come up with something to replace it, but it doesn't look like that's going to be anytime soon. Ugh, man. Because, yeah, I have a bunch of friends who live out that way, and, you know, like, Disneyland is, for one friend, it's his after-work bar. Like, that's, he, he goes to work, he swings by Disneyland on the way home, grabs a drink, and then that's that's his, his ritual. I was like, alright, well, good on ya. I would just love to that's have wild. that uh ability to go to disneyland whenever i want and i can just hang out on main street listen to the music eat uh, eat some dole yeah, whip and not have it be a thing yeah yeah mm-hmm. have it feel casual because when i go to disneyland it's a thing oh, yes. oh yeah you know i'm i'm squeezing every last second out of that <laughs> yes oh yes absolutely like there are a lot of things that i would like when I was a kid, I went to Disney all the time because my grandpa had an annual pass and my uncle worked there. And so he would get us crew passes. And so my grandpa would just nice. bring us and we would be we would get in for free. And being able to just like hang out and go to like a show, like you feel like a lot of times you can't cram that in because you want yep. to be able to do like all the ride stuff and to see like the parades. Now they have those. um I think they call them cavalcades. They're like mini parades that happen throughout the park in Disney World. Um I think mm-hmm. the idea is so that you don't have everyone crammed together for like a traditional style parade and people will disperse quickly afterwards, which is like actually quite brilliant, even if it wasn't for the pandemic. Like yeah. what a great way to have more people moving throughout the park and like occupied for smaller amounts of time. But we would go and be able to like do all that stuff. And like now as an adult, I go and I'm like, oh man, to, to sit at a table <laughs> and watch people walk by for no reason. Like that would be amazing, but I'm I not rich. <laughs> yeah. I remember a few years ago, um, I, my friend from Philly was in California for something. I think just on a whim, she decided to go. And I was like, hey, I'll meet you at Disneyland. 
And she's like, what? Seriously? And I'm just like, yes, let's go to Disneyland. I'll meet you there. So we did like super hipstery things, take pictures. Like back then, that, that lead me to picture with uh, the girl leading oh, the yeah. guy's hand and he took a picture. We did one of those mm. in front of Cinderella's castle and like, uh, mine looks pretty good. Um, but she only was able to spend half the day with me. So the rest of the day was just me by myself walking around uh, Disneyland. And I fucking loved it. Freedom. I was going to say that sounds great. It was so cool. Oh, man. That's being able to be. You don't have to worry about keeping track of other people or making sure they're happy about this thing, too. Mm -hmm. And single rider lines. Oh, single Uh, rider lines. The best. The best. Yep. And I just got to hang out and listen to the Dapper Dans for a little while. Eating my Dole Whip. Man. (laughs) Hell See, yeah. The dream to be casually at Disney. <laughs> that is the dream. Oh my god. This is not the first time we're gonna bring up Disney in these in this uh in these episodes, by the way. It's it's gonna come up a lot. That's it's inevitable. <laughs> good to know. Good to know. <laughs> so what are your okay. uh, what are your drinking smoking rules? Speaking of docs that are really, really dumb, why didn't you tell me there was more documental? Oh, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Yeah, there's uh, up to season six, episode three has been translated. There are oh, 10 seasons now. It's so good. It's I had so no idea good. that there was more. Uh, Ansel looks very confused, so we need to tell him what Documental is. Documental it's phenomenal. is a, uh, it's a Japanese game show, game show, loose term game show. Uh, the guy who runs it does, is famous because his comedy troupe does a um whole 24 hour no laughing aloud thing every uh new year's eve and that's how they've like become very prominent in japanese comedy and so he does a challenge where he brings in 10 comedians locks them in a room for six hours and whoever laughs gets eliminated and you have to buy in with a million yen and so whoever wins gets everybody's money and so it's a comedy battle to the death basically the first two seasons are on prime and are good and you should definitely watch because you kind of need to like understand how the structure of the game works but then like three through like six are wild fucking some of the craziest shit i have ever seen on a comedy show like i don't want to like spoil anything but there's this thing that happens with sushi at one point that's yes oh my god (laughs) it is like the craziest (laughs) shit i've ever seen in my life (laughs) oh it's so good season six is um mostly women he which is he it's funny he introduced the season he's like i didn't want to do all women because i was afraid it wouldn't work and now in the season he's like oh oh they're very good at this (laughs) they're really really good at like they group together and they're like that man we can make him laugh and like <laughs> they like follow them around the room and are like we will eliminate all of you it's so good i highly recommend documental wow. it's so fucking good if you like comedy it's it's like a master class in, in comedy <laughs> yeah exactly it's but it's like what makes comedians laugh and what is it about comedy that actually gets to people and like it's what's so funny you can't control yourself like at what point are you like, I can't believe this person is doing this? Like, it, some of it is wild. <laughs> Fucking That sushi wild. bit. Oh, my God. The sushi bit. I don't know, Ben, if you've seen um, where they pretend they're in a, uh, a Chinese massage parlor. It's That might I be season so. four. Oh, my God. It's, it's 
basically like a sex crime on TV, but it's a consensual sex crime. And like, while it was happening, Michael and I were like, is this really happening? <laughs> it's, it's wild. Wow. <laughs> it's just hilarious seeing what these comedians will laugh at, you know? Yes. And what they don't laugh at and like, who can control themselves from not laughing? It's just... Oh, it's next level. It is some it I it is some of the hardest I've ever laughed at anything. Like it is so some of it's very, very funny. Oh, it's man, like it's so um, I'll be checking that out. Yes, absolutely do. It's really good. Sorry, I thought I told you that that was out, Ben. Yeah, I'm I'm in like episode three of season six right now. That's oh as far God. as everything has been released. Oh, it's so and, good. And where are you watching this? Um, I'll get the link for you, Michael. Um subscribes to their patreon uh the people who do the translation for it but it's like a publicly available um website that they post to i will figure it out i will send it to you (laughs) yes it's documental is just so bonkers it's so good it's so good (laughs) because it's like on the surface it's just just like oh someone's doing another dick and fart joke but it's like it's beyond it the things that that the simple things that make people laugh after they've seen like really involved, complicated comedy is is just mind blowing. Sometimes people will laugh at stuff like, oh, you just like looked at me weird after this thing and I just couldn't control it anymore. And I just started laughing because like, they're on a um, you get a point system. It's you get a yellow card, an orange card and a red card. And so once you get a red card, you're eliminated. And then later, this isn't really a spoiler. This is more structural. Uh, later, they figure out that when that people are eliminated they create what they call zombie time and those people are allowed to come back and laugh all they want and just kind of fuck with people and do whatever they want to try to get people to laugh it's it's just such an interesting structural like experiment about how do you make other people laugh and what is funny and like how how do you put a label on something as this is comedy because like anything can be comedy and it's just does it make someone laugh or not Oh, it's just so good. I'm here for yeah, this. I think you'll, I am here for I think this. you'll really like it. It's really, really I... good. It's a great show. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it's a really, really good show. Okay, like... back to the future. <laughs> I don't even remember what we were talking about. I was so excited about Documental. It just, like, wiped my brain. <laughs> I think oh, it was my turn. <laughs> yes. Talking about himbos. Okay, all right, all right. I'm back. Right. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's going to be good. fun to cut together. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. I'm excited. It's going to be good. I've got a system now. I just like pull the, the digression out and it just sits in another smart. track Amazing. until I get smart. to the end. And then I just... Well done. <laughs> nope. I will have time for this later nope. and this later <laughs> and that later. <laughs> Nope. This is a problem for future Ansel, and future Ansel's like, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's okay, it's because it's just like, uh, trim off the stuff that doesn't make sense anymore, yeah. and little sliver of music. Yeah, a whole year, you learn stuff. My face hurts, that's a good sign. I know, right? I'm like, oh, I love this. This is so good. By the way, I googled uh, Robert Zemeckis controversy, and there's like nothing. It's so good. <laughs> <sighs> my heart <laughs> an uncomplicated straight white man are you for real <laughs> the film industry <laughs> a miracle an actual easter miracle 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, give it two years, we'll find out he's, I don't know, made kitty porn on the side or something. But oh, for man. now, it has been a long time. Like, to have nothing, to have no controversies, like, that's a that's an accomplishment. Yeah. yeah. All I came up with was the thing you guys talked about, the Crispin Glover thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, apparently there was a controversy because Universal changed a scene in two. Uh, when really? he opens up the, the almanac and it's uh, a girly bag instead, and he's like, oh, no, uh, I guess they edited what's in the book instead of uh, the almanac. So, like, they cut the badly. They cut out the, the Ooh La La magazine. Uh, Why? Because they wanted to be more family edit? friendly, I guess. Stupid. And uh, and I guess uh, uh, Zemeckis and Gail both were like, "Yeah, we didn't know they did that, so don't be mad huh, at us." Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> interesting. Weird. Right. What a weird. Those the ooh-la-la covers like not even that big no, of a deal. Know, it's right? like a woman in a bikini. I don't. I think she might even have like shorts on. Dumb. It's it's no random pinup girl in the back of Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, speaking of Die Hard, uh, I've recently started watching uh, Bob's Burgers with Warwick. Mm. Just, just uh, he he's guiding me through the the treacherous waters of Bob's Burgers because there's so much. There's a lot, and, yeah. And we just watched the episode uh, where Gene puts on a, a Die Hard musical, <laughs> and it's very funny. Did you guys get to see the Die Hard musical? By the way, I did no. not. It's I wanted to. Great. I yeah. heard it was really good. Yeah, it's on YouTube. You can watch the whole thing. Oh man, the, the production company had it videoed in 2019 because they weren't able to produce it again this year. They they released it on YouTube, and they're like trying to get YouTube revenue out of it. So that's smart. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, I could have done square dancing. I didn't even think about that. Did you Midwesterners have square dancing in gym class? I personally don't remember ever square dancing in gym class. I square danced at a overnight camp that I went to. That's like the first time I really remember it. But I think that we were an anomaly. I like I think most of the schools around us did have square dancing. Really? Yeah, it's a it's pretty common. I think it really started to die out like Michael did. He remembers doing square dance in school and he's only four years older than I am. I think oh, wow. it was like literally between his upper half millennial generation and my lower half millennial generation that it like started to finally die out. Uh-huh. Also, I think people started to become aware that it was because of racism that people were teaching it and that's why it started <laughs> to go away. Just a guess. <laughs> yeah, I went to an all boys school. Catholic all boys school, so I didn't know that. So no dancing. <laughs> That's not surprising. I did not know that you went to an all boys school. I did. Was it awful? Is it as bad as I feel like it probably was? I mean, you know, being a non-Catholic person of color in a predominantly white yeah. Catholic all boys school was, you know, it came with its things. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking sure. That's. But you know, I I did theater, so. Mm. I got to hang out with girls pretty often. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the jam. You just gotta be smart about it. <laughs> Why did your parents put you in one? Did you not have a good public school, or were they like, "Nah, we're doing private education"? I really feel like it was the clo- it was because it was the closest school to where we lived. Oh, interesting. 
I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, because like my grade school was up the street, and then my high school was slightly through the woods behind the grade school. So I was always fascinated by the idea of all boys and all girls schools. I used to feel like, oh, I wish that I could go away to an all girls boarding school. <laughs> And now I understand I'm bisexual, so I (laughs) understand more why I was drawn to that idea. (laughs) And until the next episode, friends, we are your friends in time. We'll see you then. (laughs) That's so dumb. Why did I say that? We are your friends in time. I don't know. I was I was all ready for there to be like a a genius new thing you'd come up with. Yay! <laughs> Good job, everyone. I hope that was fun. That was fun. <laughs> it was fun for me. I listened to it. That was a yeah. good session. Yeah, I think we did a good job. <laughs> Halfway through this episode, I was just like, oh, I have a blank page right in front of me. I can do oh, the yeah. thing. It like, took me a second, too. I was like, I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> Let me do this visual gag on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> find me on instagram at nyd urgency on instagram and twitter i'm at b silverio 20 you can find me on twitter at indecisionist and on instagram at the indecisionist special thanks to april moralba for our podcast art and to marlon longit of marlon of the shakes for our amazing theme song this has been an indecisionist production you can also interact with us tell us how much you like the show suggest other time travel media you would maybe like to hear it or other not necessarily movie time travel either that you'd like to hear us interact with should we come back for a season two we're probably coming back for a season two but you know tell us so that we let us know yeah exactly and you can do that using the hashtag time to party that's time the number two party as doc brown said your future is what you make it so make it a good one and to help you do that you should be excellent to each other you should party on dudes (laughs) spinning (laughs) everywhere Bye, everybody. See ya.